speak according to what God has said. And you have to get up off your knees or out of your prayer closet or wherever you're praying, believing that it's already done. And simply because you can't see it in the natural, you know, Satan will try to convince you that it was not done. But according to <laughs> the scripture right here, God said it's done. Father, we thank you today in the name of Jesus. We praise you. You are the healing one. You sent your word, Jesus, to heal us and make us whole. Every person under the sound of our voice today, believe they receive. And we thank you and we praise you for it. We receive it right now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Good morning, prophet. Good morning. The opening scripture is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. It says, Him who knew no sin, he made to be sin on our behalf, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Mm. You are having experience in the word of righteousness. You are finding that it is the word that heals. What is it that heals? It is the word that heals. Yeah, I like that. They came to hear and to be healed. Hear what? Hear the word. To hmm. hear the word. The word of God will heal you. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Okay. This ministry of the word of God is the word of righteousness. Mm -hmm. It is the word of righteousness that sets men free, leads them out of Satan's dominion into the liberty of freedom of the sons of God. Yes. How fearless they become. How mightily they speak. Verse 14 says, but solid food is for full-grown men, even those who by reason have their senses exercised to discern good and evil. Mm -hmm. The believer described above has grown up in a spiritual life in Christ. He is fed on the word until the word has transfigured him. James 5, 14 through 16 says, Is God's method of healing the carnally minded or the babes in Christ? God is great grace. And he says, Let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save him that is sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, it shall be forgiven him. Confess, wow. therefore, your sins one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The supplication of a righteous man availed much 
in its working. That's James chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. That's right. Notice very... Go ahead. Notice very carefully these facts. He cannot see that his disease was laid on Christ. But he can see the elders hear their prayers and feel the anointing oil up on his forehead. He can feel their hands upon his head. He is living in the realm of the senses. Grace comes down and meets him in this realm. Now let's pause there for a second. Let's let's talk about this for a second, Prophet. Notice he cannot see. She cannot see that their sickness, their disease, was laid on Christ. Okay? Okay. However, you can see that, notice it said, any sick amongst you, let them call for the elders of the church and let them pray over them in the name of the Lord, unlearning them with oral. Somebody said, well, well, what that's supposed to do? Oh, boy. My, my, my. Listen. That's just our work, you might say. But put that olive oil in the hands of Larry and Helen Elder. Let us put the blessing on it and give it back to you. And watch what happens. Are you listening to me? I remember, and I'm sure, Prophet, you do too. There was a lady, she was in business, and she was having some trouble with one of the tenants. Oh. This tenant would go around and intimidating everybody. He had a, uh, a gun with the holster on his shoulder. He would take off his coat, his jacket, and walk around with the gun showing all day. Let me tell y'all something. He was stealing. He was doing things he had no business doing. Told us about it. This lady told us about it. We prayed over the earl. And I went and took me a walk. And when I got in front of his suite, pay attention to words now. When I got in front of his suite, I took some of that earl, watch this, 
and I pulled a little bit in my hand around my fingers area. And you know what I did? I just shook that all off my fingers on that door of that man's business. Are y'all listening to me? You want to know what happened? Make a long story short. That man's business got shut down. I mean, they locked him out. Who he was leasing from, they locked him out altogether. They never did let him back in there. Never did. But notice, you say, well, what, 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 the, what can the earl do, folks? The Bible says get knowledge and get wisdom. But in all of your getting, get what? Understanding. When God's power is released, that's why he said call for the elders of the church. When God's power is released, he moves into action. Everything that's troubling you has to stop. Everything that's robbing you and harassing you must go. And listen, sickness and disease is not from God. God is not trying to teach you nothing. The devil is trying to kill you. It's the prayer of faith that saves the sick. That word saved means heal also. It's the prayer of faith that heals the sick. And the Lord will raise them up. And listen to this. And if that person who is sick committed any sin, it will be forgiven them. Isn't that what it said, prophet? That's what it says. Amen. You talk about what can the earl do? It can do a whole lot. Are you listening to me? I can give you testimony after testimony about the earl. It works. I said it works. Yes, yes ma'am and yes, sir. And you know what? It'll <laughs> work for those who believe, though. See, if you don't believe, it won't work for you. All right, Prophet. I'll get back to your notes. It says uh, we need, we should notice the fact that uh, the righteous man, uh, his the supplication of a righteous man avails much in its working. That's the scripture, the bottom of it that we were reading in Mm -hmm. James fourteen and sixteen. I'll just read a little bit of it again. Confess, therefore, your sins one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The supplication of a righteous man availeth much in its workings. We have to be carefully and notice these facts. You know, we cannot see the disease that was on Christ, but we can see hands that are laid upon us and feel the anointing oil that's on our forehead. We can feel the hands that are laid upon us. Because that's called living in the realm of the senses. But grace comes down and meets us in that realm. If we take advantage of of our privileges, uh, we would act on 1 John 1 and 9. 
Because First mm-hmm. John 1 and 9 is a privilege. And it says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And this scripture we know is written to the Christians. And so had, you know, he believed uh, that babe in Christ and taken advantage of his rights and privileges, he would have looked up and said, Father, forgive me. That's right. I have done which caused my sicknesses. The Father would have forgiven him and healed him. But mm-hmm. what we have to understand is is that we have to, you know, act on the word of God. Yes. We have to act on what the word of God is saying to us. We can't act like Thomas. Thomas, we know Thomas had the faith of, I'll believe it when I see it. But that's not believing. Believing is not seeing. Believing is see is believing is really believing something. Believing in the spirit realm is, I believe it before I see it. That's right. But Thomas said, I believe it when I see it. So practically, all the faith that men had uh, in Jesus before the, his death and resurrection was really sense knowledge faith. That's right. They believed that they believed in things that they saw and what they heard. They could not believe in a resurrection because they had never seen a resurrection. Mm-hmm. They had seen Lazarus raised from the dead. Raised from the dead, he was simply raised, brought back to life again. He was not resurrected. He died again. We know that. Yeah. So we have to think about the grace that that comes with the Lord Jesus Christ down to our level and meets us where we can never, ever be denied again if we act on the word. Because when we are governed by our senses, these things can't happen for us. The blessings cannot, uh, will not manifest in our lives. But when we act on the word of God and believe the word of God, it will, it will manifest. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Praise God. There is a night and day difference, prophet, between a person who was resurrected from the dead and somebody come back to life. Okay. The person come back to life. Go ahead. No, that's a good thing for you to, you know, give us more light on that. Yeah. The, the person who just come back to life, they're going to die again. But there was one who was resurrected, and his name is Jesus. He was resurrected. Folks, he's not going to die again. He's Alive forevermore. Yes, he is. I wanted you to see the, the difference between a person who come back to life and a person who is resurrected. Jesus was resurrected, as we have said. He can't die again. But Lazarus died again. Many others died again. But Jesus did not because he was resurrected he's a risen savior 
What do you say, Prophet? I'm just trying to uh, see the connections you're making here with it as being resurrected and risen as it relates to our healing today. Um, can you tie that in for us? A resurrection, let's take Jesus. He was resurrected. He didn't die and come back to life. He was right. resurrected. He was, he was resurrected, yes, he was. Yes. Now, look at uh, Lazarus. Lazarus was not resurrected. He was risen, yes. That's right. And he what was raised from the dead. Go ahead. And I'm asking, what is the connection between the difference in resurrection and being risen as it relates to our healing this morning, since we're in healing school? And uh, I think we need to shed a little more light on that. When you are resurrected, when Jesus was resurrected, what did he say? All power is given unto me, both in heaven and in earth. Yes, he did. Now, when a person die and they come back from the dead, whose power raised them up? God did. Absolutely. Well, you might say, well, Brother Elder, God raised Jesus up too. But listen, here's the difference. Jesus was God in the flesh. Lazarus was not. Okay. Lazarus was a, a flesh and blood man. That's what he was. He had no power. Not only that, this is going to shock y'all, but think about it. Lazarus was not even a born-again man. What do you mean by that? What I said, he was not a born-again mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. How do you know, Brother Elder? Because Jesus had not come and died yet and rose again. Do y'all see the difference? Yes. Jesus risen. And he said, all power is given unto me. Now you go in my name. And this is where we come from. Jesus came in the name of the Father. Now we are going in the name of Jesus. Uh -huh. And that's why he say, uh, lay hands on the sick. Anoint them with oil, and the prayer mm -hmm. of faith will do what? Save the sick, heal the sick, and the Lord will raise them up. And if they committed any sins, it will be forgiven them. Notice the same prayer that we pray to get you healed is the same one that got you saved. Mm -hmm. There's a night and day difference between one who has been risen from the dead, Jesus. Then Lazarus, who was called back to life. 
but he died again. Jesus is not going to die again because he was resurrected. Lazarus was not. Okay? Absolutely. I got it. Okay. And you can add to it. Amen. No, I got it. All That's right. all your notes. That's all your notes for this morning, Apostle. Praise God. Now, what do you say about what you read? Well, you know, First John one and nine is is very, very, uh, you know, common in ministry for us. Not that it ever gets old or worn out, but it's something we know quite well that if we confess yeah. our sins, He's faithful and just. To forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. I can zero in on that point because he does. That's exactly what he, you know, God does. We, But we must first make that first move, right? We must confess. Right. So uh, what was your purpose in adding this this morning, this verse? If we confess our sins, you're faithful. He's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So are you making the point that unrighteousness stands in the way of our healing? Yes, it okay. does. It does. Okay. See, uh, let me think, let me think, let me think. The scriptures tell you that if you walk up right before the Lord, there is none good thing that he will, will hold back from you. If you walk up right before him, mm-hmm. he'll protect you. Yeah, he'll protect you. So you got to have faith in God. All right. You know that. Everybody yeah. knows that. But you got to have faith in the name of Jesus. Absolutely. Why? Every time you use the name of Jesus, and you use it correctly, I want everybody to hear this, things do happen. Are you listening to me? Yes. Things do happen. Now, Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be what? Born again. Born again means born from above. Nicodemus didn't understand. He said, how can I go in my mother's womb a second time? Jesus said, no, no, no. He said, that which is born of flesh is what? Flesh. But that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So when Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again, he was telling him, you must be born of the spirit. See, folks, God is a spirit. And you and I that are coming to him to be healed. We have to worship him. That word worship means believe him. We must believe that he is the healing one. We must know that he is the one who rewards us with all of his goodness. With all of his goodness. With all of his grace. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8 says, For by grace, for by grace are you saved. Through what? Faith. Now, yes. that same grace also heals you. When we, when we say saved, 
is also translated healed. For by grace you were healed. Not of yourself, not of any person, lest any man be boasting about it. But it was grace. What is that? What is the grace of God? It's God's willingness to make himself available to us even though we did not deserve it. But thank God he sent Jesus. And because of what Jesus did, Mm -hmm. it made us worthy. Because of what Jesus did. I I, I like a scripture from yesterday morning talking about uh, in in Luke chapter 1 and verse 45. Yes. There shall be a performance. Mm -hmm. Folks, when you believe, the Lord performs when you believe. Yes, he does. It has to go. You can change everything with your faith. Mm. Your body responds to your faith. That's right. You are, listen now, you are the righteousness of God. You. Well, the others, that in the Bible? Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21. Now, I know what y'all are thinking. Some of you are thinking, well, the Bible said, none righteous, no, not one. Under the law, before Jesus came, it was impossible for anybody to be righteous. Mm-hmm. But now that Jesus has come, and he redeemed us from poverty, sickness, spiritual death, He made us his righteousness. Now you can be righteous. But in the scripture, where Brother Paul said, there is none righteous, no, not one. He was quoting, listen, an Old Testament scripture. Folks, do you see how you think? See what you believe? It will free you or it will enslave you. There are people who believe I can't be righteous so I can't be healed. Not so at all. I'll take you a step better. If you are born again today, and Prophet, I want you to comment on this. If you are born again today, right here, right now, I got good news for you. You don't even have to wait for your healing. You are the righteousness in Christ. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 says, Therefore, if any man, any woman be in Christ, they are, they are a new creature. It didn't say if you be in Christ, you got to wait to become one. No, you are one right now. The moment you confess the Lordship of Jesus. Receive him as your Savior and Lord. You are born again. And listen, 
now you are the righteousness of God. That's what Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21 is telling you. Mm-hmm. But again, under the law, you couldn't be righteous. Because you was a slave to sin. The Bible says in Adam all died. But in right. Christ, the second and the last Adam, that new man, all live. Isn't that wonderful? Absolutely. Okay, Prophet. Okay, you wanted me to comment on the fact that you were saying that we don't have to wait. No, we don't. No, for right. that, for, for that, I'll go to Mark 11. For that, I'll go to Mark 11 to comment on it as you, you suggested that I comment on that a little bit. I would use Mark 11. You know, and when we, when we are believing anything, God for anything, we must find scripture to stand on. When we are believing to receive anything in the spirit world, we must find the word of God to stand on. So I'm going to go to Mark 11 because of that question you asked me to comment on, the fact that we don't have to wait for anything. So here we go. You say we have our healing already. We don't have to wait. I think Mark 11, 22, 23 is a good place to start there. There are many scriptures. But I'd like to start there. Mark 11, 20, uh, 11, 22 says, And Jesus answering and saying to them, Have faith in God. <clears throat> well, that's where our faith should be. <laughs> Excuse me. Not in ourselves. Not in what we feel. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not in what we think. But our faith should be in what the word of God says. And because we that's have... Right. Verse 22, that's telling us to have faith in God. We can have faith in God. He wouldn't tell us to have something that it's impossible for us to have. So that's the first step. Now, the big, the next step is verse 23. The apostle said, how can we have something? How? Why do we have to wait for something? We don't have to wait, he said. Well, this confirms it. 23 says, so verily I say unto you, that whosoever should say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said, it shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Wow. I'm going to add verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, and look at this word right here, these few Next three words. When you pray. Do you see that? That's when right. you pray. What are you desiring? He said, whatever you're desiring, when you pray. Here's the qualifier. He said, if you believe it, you will receive it. That's right. You see that? Yeah. So he says, yeah, you just speak it. You speak the word of God according to the word of God. You speak according to what God has said. And you have to get up off your knees or out of your prayer closet or wherever you're praying, believing that it's already done. And simply because you can't see it in the natural, you know, Satan will try to convince you that it was not done. But according to (laughs) the scripture right here, God said it's done. Yes. He said it's already done. You receive it if you believe it, right? So that's why I say, Apostle, we don't have to wait. We already have these things. But we know Satan is a thief. He's around trying to get us to think along the lines of uh, the natural. 
He wants us to stay in the natural. And that's where we live, right? What we see, what we feel, what we think, you know, what others say. But when we're dealing with spiritual things, like our healing. And you got to know this, healing is spiritual. Yes. Healing is very spiritual. And so when we're dealing with spiritual things like healing, receiving our healing, because it's already been provided, let's make sure we get that straight as well. Jesus has already provided and paid the cost for Christ for healing. So it belongs to you, right? Sure it does. Yes. And you say, well, how could healing belong to me and I have all these symptoms of sickness in my body? Well, because Satan is always on his job, right? That's right. He's always on his job. What's his job? He comes to steal, rob, kill, destroy. He's a deceiver. And so he wants you to believe you have to work to get your healing. Or you don't you don't deserve your healing. Or you're not worthy of it. You did something to, to forfeit the blessing. Uh, anything. He doesn't care what he mm-hmm. tells you. Whatever, whatever he'll get you to believe, he can get you to believe is what he's going to constantly keep telling you. But, child of God, if you, if you believe that Jesus died for you, that he paid the price for your healing, at Calvary. But that's why he did what he did so you don't have to take sickness in your own body. Your righteous indignation will rise up and stand against those attacks. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. You would be just as fearless in your approach to to claim your healing as you are if a thief would walk in and try to walk out with your refrigerator. If you caught a thief trying to steal your computer, if you caught a thief coming in your home to steal anything, you wouldn't just stand still and say, oh, wow, look at that. No, you wouldn't. You would not. You would would defend your home. You would defend your, your possessions and your property, even if it meant no more than picking up the phone and calling the police. You would do that. You wouldn't just stand by and watch him do that. But yet that's what we do when he comes and steal our healing. Yeah. Absolutely. We yeah, we make we say, well, you know, and some people go as far as to say, well, God's trying to teach me something. That's why he put the sickness on me. Or we hear this one a lot. Well, my daddy had this, or my mom had that, or my Uncle Joe had this, so, you know, it runs in our family. So I guess I'll have it too. That's the kind Mm. of stuff Satan is waiting to hear you say. That's right. When we talk like that, again, Mark 11 says we're going to have what we say. Yeah. That's right. So you're going to have what Uncle Joe had, Mama had, Daddy had, Sister, Brother Cousin, uncle, hey, you're going to have that when you speak that way. He'll give it to you. He'll let you. You know, you're satisfied with that. Well, then here, take it. But don't become satisfied with that because, as Apostle was saying already, you know, we don't have to wait to receive our healing. We can take it now. But what we do have to wait on is the manifestation of it. You see the difference? Yeah. You don't have to wait to receive it, but you must. It's like it's like this. Let's use this for an use this example. 
Right about now, many of us are shopping on Amazon. Many of us are shopping online, right? Getting Christmas yes. presents together. Maybe birthday gifts, whatever. We've been told that the vendors are uh, having problems with getting in supplies and getting in the resources that we might need. So we're doing some early shopping. But nevertheless, here's this. Here's a zero in on it. You go online. And you see something you would like to get for your little grandchild for Christmas. They'll say, okay, this bicycle looks nice. Johnny might like this. Well, we all know how Amazon works. You either have an account with them or whatever. But but at any rate, if you put something in your basket and then you say proceed to checkout, in order to get out of checkout, you're going to pay for that. <laughs> Aren't you? Sure you That's are. That's right. They're going to put that on your account if you have an account with them or they're going to use your Visa, a MasterCard, or whatever you have on file. You, you know how it works. At any rate, that product will be paid for before they deliver it to your home. Now, this is what I'm talking about. The minute they process that order, they give you a confirmation that your order has been placed. And they even tell you a time that is going to be delivered to your home, right? Yeah. Most things, most things ship two to three days. And if it's prime, it'll ship the same day. But still, you don't press the button and place the order and then go to the front door and it's on your porch. <laughs> no, it's a waiting process. That's right. Even with the prime customers, you got to wait sometimes later that day or maybe the next day, and then you'll have it. It's the same way with with your healing. Place your order, he's saying. How do you place your order? You speak the word of God. You speak First Peter 2.24 over your body. You speak Isaiah 53.5 over your body. You speak Matthew chapter 8, verse 16 and 17, over your body. You speak Proverbs 4, 20, 21, 22, over your body. You speak, and it goes on and on. And then once you play, you you got all this in your basket, your basket's full now, with all these healing scriptures, and you press the button and place your order. Mm-hmm. Where did That's it right. go? It went to God. He heard you. He heard you speaking all those scriptures over your body. Now, here's where the wait comes in. Wait for the manifestation of it. Just like you wait for Amazon to deliver to the front porch. You don't You don't walk around saying, well, I placed my order and I thought I ordered something, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get it. You know, they, they, they're not going to bring it to me. No, you don't think like that. They better bring it to you or you get on that phone and you're calling the company. Where's my order? It's been three mm. days now. It's been four days now. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Because what? You know you have a right to that. Why do you have a right to it? You purchased it. You paid the price. Well, look at this in the natural. That's the natural. Now let's flip over to the spiritual. Jesus paid the price for your healing. Hello? That's right. Jesus Great paid God. the price for your healing. Yes. Why did Why did he do that? 
so you don't have to. He knew you couldn't. He knew your money would not buy your healing. That's right. The only thing that could buy your healing was his shed blood. Oh, come on. Right. Are you listening to me? That's right. And as much blood as you have in your body, it's not the same. No. It took, it took the blood of an innocent lamb like he was, unlike he is today. And God sacrificed him to make sure that you were healed. Mm-hmm. But just like you wait for Amazon to deliver to your porch after you placed all those healing scriptures in your cart, now you stand there, you press the button, send it, and then wait for God to deliver it. Wait for the manifestation of it. And please, while you're waiting, guard your heart. Guard your mouth. Guard your words. Guard. Just put mm. a watch over your heart. And let Satan not come in and rob and steal it from you. Because that's where a lot of us lose it. Sometimes in, in the process, in the natural process, I, I placed an order for a set of dishes. And they gave me a date that the dishes would be delivered. And I'm constantly looking and looking and looking and looking. The dishes never came. And then when I went to do some investigation, I found out on the way to the house, the dishes were aboard. How somehow another, they brought them all the way back. I know what happened. They broke them. <laughs> they broke them. But I never got them. I never got them. And see, that's what happens to some of our orders that we place in the spirit. You abort it. You break it yourself with your that's words, good. with your mouth. When you keep saying things like, when, Lord, when? I thought I ordered this, and I thought this was going to happen, and I thought, yeah, you just aborted that. It went back to the center. Are you listening to me? That's, that's right. the way that's it works in the spirit realm. We have to put a watch over our words and over our heart. Guard your heart, the Bible says, with all diligence. Proverbs 4 right. tells you, with all diligence, guard your heart, because out of your heart proceeds the issues of your life. That's right. Did you know that? Sure. Come on out if, of Satan, if Satan can put doubt in your heart, he'll steal that package that you ordered. He'll steal that healing that's on its way to your house. He'll steal it. That's right. Yeah. Amen. That's good. He's a thief and a robber. Yes, he is. That's what that's who that's what he is, and that's who he is. So that's the only thing you have to wait for. Once you make that purchase, and that's how you purchase your that's how you receive it, the manifestation rather. Because Jesus already made the purchase. You see that? He did. Yeah. And now you have to make sure that you are on the receiving end doing what you need to do that is putting a watch over your heart over your mouth making sure your words are lining up with the word of god at all times amen praise god amen i love it praise i god. love it praise god